You know, there's nothing that uh, makes you feel dumber than when you either go upstairs or go into a room, Robbie, to get something, and then as soon as you enter that space, you completely forget why you went upstairs or went into that room or why you went uh, in there at all and what you were looking for. Your mind just goes completely blank. And at my age now, at 37, what I do when this happens, I just sit down. I just give up is what I do. I just go, well... It wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I do that daily. I think just what what, what was I going? What, yeah. what was I? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I don't know. No idea. I no went idea. upstairs. I was very excited because uh, last weekend I played in the golf tournament. Played terribly, but we played in the golf tournament, and I got this really nice heavy duty bottle opener. I was like, ooh. We are going to have beers today because we are doing the 222 podcast with Mike and Robbie. That's what you're listening to. Yep. And we will try. Uh, it's two guys, two drinks, two snacks. And I got this fancy heavy. This is like a bartender grade uh, bottle opener. You could hurt somebody with that. It's nearly a weapon. Wow. Look at that. It's nice, isn't it? That's nice. It is nice. It Like it's curved. So yes. you can put it in your back pocket for your buttocks. For your buttocks. And it, yes. so the curvation also gives you leverage. Yeah. So it should easily come off. See, we don't use uh, actual bottle openers upstairs because we have one fastened to the wall with the magnet inside. Oh, okay. You ever seen those? Yeah. That is my favorite thing ever. Yep. Someone gave that to me and we fastened it to the wall and I had to have a beer right after I installed it <laughs> because I had to try it. I was so excited by the simple uh, science of a metal magnet thing that I could flick the beer, bo- uh, beer, the beer cap off the bottle and the magnet is so uh, strong that it catches the cap mm-hmm. out of midair. It is the coolest thing in the world. So that's all we use upstairs. But there's nothing like that sound. That well, it still makes the sound. Oh, I love that. You noise. get the sound, then you get the because the oh, metal attaches to the magnet. I just love that noise. Well, we're gonna hear that noise tonight. We got uh, two guys. That's my and that's myself and Robbie. We have two drinks, mm-hmm. which this week uh, once again appear to be both beers. Yes. Yeah. We. I think next week. And I was thinking about this today while on my run. I was thinking it's great that we uh, do beers every week because we are both fans of mm-hmm. that adult beverage. But maybe for next week, since the uh, name of the show is 222, two guys, two drinks, two snacks, mm-hmm. maybe for next week we branch out a little and we try two drinks that are not alcoholic. I actually had a liqueur in my hand. I'm like, well, we're going to do shots on the air. <laughs> I want to go non-alcoholic. But though. then I'm like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do shots. Yeah, no shots. How about non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic. drinks? Okay, so that's a, a good tea, challenge. A lemonade, a flavored water, if you will, mm-hmm. something that is not alcoholic. Okay. Let's, let's mix it up a little next sure. week. But yeah. this week, we're sticking to the beers. Yeah, we like beer. We like beer. And uh, we actually have some uh, Miller Lights, and we didn't ruin them this week by putting that god-awful flavoring in that oh. uh, was given to us last week. <laughs> Just horrendous people. I wish I had anything nice to say about it. Mm-hmm. I do. I can think of one nice thing to say about it. The caps close tightly. Oh, that's good. So it doesn't spill. I like the artwork. The artwork is nice. The <laughs> label is nice. The labels are cute. Uh, but other than that, uh, not a lot uh, good to say about that. But we got a lot to say today here on the 222 Podcast with Mike and Rob. It is episode six. What are you thinking? Ready to get things underway? Let's do it. Let's do it. Bust it. This here's a jam for all the fellas. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females. Get jealous. Smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad and showing body. A chick walks by, you wish you could sex her, but you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter. Next day's function, high class luncheon. Food is served in your stone cold luncheon. Music comes back, people start to dance, but then you ate so much you nearly split your pants. 
A girl starts talking, guys start corking, sits down next to you and starts talking. Says she wanna dance cause she likes the groove. So come on, fat so and just bust the move. Ah, I like that song. Yeah, me too. I spent way too much time in a car listening to the Monsters of Rap CD in Ooh. my early 20s. You got like MC Hammer on there. Oh. You've got Vanilla Ice. Because when you think of rap, you think of MC Hammer. <laughs> right? I mean. <laughs> well, that's the rap that I grew up on. I mean, it's got uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Mm-hmm. We got, as I said, Vanilla Ice. We got I Got a Man. Let's see what else we got on here. I got a man. We got wow. Rump Shaker. Oh, that's a good song. Uh, I like here, How about this one? How about this one right here? Uh, that's a good song, too. Such good stuff. I got it. And of course, how about this guy? Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I once uh, nearly had a run in with Vanilla Ice. Really? In Vegas, hmm. my sister's wedding, and I'm playing uh, poker in the Harris Poker Room. And all of a sudden, someone runs in the door and says, Vanilla Ice is performing outside. He outside. was just doing like some pop up concert in the like courtyard. Wow. In between Harris and I believe maybe, maybe it's the Flamingo there on whatever okay. casino yeah. right next door. Mm-hmm. It's, but there was just Vanilla Ice out there singing. Wow. I didn't leave the poker table. No. Because I have a problem. Because it's Vanilla Ice too. <laughs> Vanilla <I> mean. Ice. <laughs> All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with the brand new edition. Something. Grab the hold of me. <laughs> You listen to this CD way too much. I haven't listened to this in years. <laughs> it's just ingrained in my memory. It's ingrained. I did one time. My very first time on the radio was at a young age. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we got onto this. Okay. But it was at a young age, and it was back when the local radio station here in town played MC Hammer. Okay. And I called the radio station. I was a little tight. I don't know, 9, 10 years old. And I requested MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This. And the guy asked me if I wanted to be a guest DJ. Wow. So I was like, I don't know. I went and asked my mom, do I want to be a guest DJ? And it was just them having me record something on the phone. Mm -hmm. But I did that. So that was my very first appearance as a youngster. And now not much has changed. Nope, not much has changed. (laughs) I I would still love to talk up an MC Hammer (laughs) album. This is the 222 Podcast. He's Robbie. I'm Mike. Two guys, two drinks. And two snacks. We have our two drinks and two snacks in the basement studio, which, if you've seen pictures, is um, is basically decorated like a junior high kid's um, you know dream. Just all kinds of sports memorabilia. Love I really it. have not grown up one little bit. But uh, thanks for joining us. Lots to get to today. It is episode six, and we're uh, recording on a Wednesday today, our first Wednesday episode. We've been kind of primarily... Thursday, Friday, and even a Saturday, I believe, once. We've mastered those days, so kind of move on to Wednesday. We are moving on. We are branching out to different days Mm -hmm. of the week. But, Robbie, you walked in here today, and uh, it's the middle of the week. Uh, For me, it's like my Thursday because I'm off on Friday, and we've got some plans. See, we're kidless right now. We we can get into that a little bit later on. We we have no child right now. Uh, It's not like we got rid of her. She just is going to spend some time with the (laughs) in-laws. But um, So we have plans uh, tomorrow afternoon and Friday we're going to be doing doing some stuff Mm. so uh this is why i asked if you could record today and you were happy to oblige so i do appreciate that anytime um but you uh, sound like you've had uh, you've had quite a day it's just a long day 
Long day. Ready for Friday. Right. It's, it's only Wednesday. I know. You got to get over the hump day, Robbie. I can't. This week is just bad. So what, what, what's been going on? What's no, been going down in the world of Robbie Lessig? No sleep. Uh, welcome to my world. Oh, man. And it sucks, doesn't it? Like two hours last night. Yes. And it's the worst. There's nothing on TV that... See, late at night. are you turning the TV on? Yeah. That's kind of a mistake. I know. That's a rookie mistake. It I'm is. not going to lie. So to you. I'm laying there watching the TV and watching TV. I'm like, oh, there's nothing on TV. And then I'm trying <laughs> to find something on TV to stay awake, but I'm tired. You know, it just it doesn't make any sense. Well, all kinds of logic and reality, you just kind of check out at that time of yeah. the night because you're confused, you're tired, you're frustrated, you're doing that sleep math. And by the way, once you start doing that, like if I fall asleep, Right now, I can get four hours and 57 minutes sleep. If I fall asleep right now, I can get three hours and 36 minutes sleep. If I fall asleep right now, I won't have a nervous breakdown, <laughs> and I won't possibly murder someone tomorrow. And then I looked at the clock, and it was 5.30. I'm like, well, I'm going to go back up to bed, because I went to the couch, because I was... You didn't want to keep the wife up. I was tossing yes. and turning, you know, yep. doing one of those. Been there. 5.30, go back upstairs fall asleep for maybe an hour and then the alarm goes off oh. and it's just it's just you know it's, it's just, frustration it is because it's a normal human activity falling asleep it should be easy you should go upstairs we yeah. all have comfy beds back in the olden days people were sleeping on like wooden beds yeah. with like straw in the blankets yeah. it could not have been comfortable we're sleeping on clouds compared to those yeah, people i'm not sleeping on a rock with a donkey next to me or exactly at least not know. that you know of well mm-hmm. not last night <laughs> But, you know, it, it's just frustrating. Then it just puts the whole day out yep. of whack. You know what I mean? Then you just feel just, eh, You feel lethargic day. and you're angry I'm and you're angry. grumpy. Mm-hmm. And you just, uh, I sound like uh, you and I, um, while we can do stuff outdoors, we are not manual laborers. No. And it sounded to me when you came in here that you were doing some manual laboring today. Yes. My uncle and my aunt, they are finishing their deck after 17 years of owning a new home. So it's, you know, they, they got around to it. Yeah, so I'm sure there was a lot they, of other projects. Yeah, they drug their feet. and So they brought over the only Bob Vila they know. That's right. Robbie Lesser. Yeah, I, mean, yes. I think they're just going to have a beard. They're mistaking me <laughs> with someone who knows what they're doing with a power tool. That man would look good with a uh, tool belt on. Get him over here. And my uncle goes, you have a uh, a tool belt, right? Did he actually ask you well, that? No, I'm sorry, a nail belt. A nail belt. I'm like, what the hell is a nail belt? So you should have said, well, I have a championship belt. Yeah, I mean, he's like, well, you put nails in it. I have the million-dollar belt. Yeah, I, mean, I could put nails in it, I guess. <laughs> and so he's, I mean, they do a lot for me. They away. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I don't mind helping. And it's actually going pretty smooth, but it's just, it's hot. It's hot. And you're under the thing with yeah. the thing, and it's hot. You're drilling upside down, and, uh, you know, but See, I'm happy to help. And I the same thing with me. Like, my dad or I'll be asked to help uh, my, my father-in-law, and it's not that I am... Uh, against helping. I like helping. The problem with me is that when I do something along these lines, I feel useless. Like yeah. I see other men, like real men who have actual skills and talents and they can use power tools and they can like, you know, cut a board exactly how they want it to. Like the kind of people who can make like two angles and put the boards together and form a perfect 90 degree corner. Yep, that's my uncle. Yeah, those people and they do it effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, God bless him, he can't use his iPhone. But if he had to build like a house, he could do that without really thinking too hard. And that's funny because they call me like, "How do I turn this computer exactly. on? Exactly. How do I? How do I put my mouse together?" And I'm like, "Well, you do this and this and this. Can yeah. you come over?" But then he's putting. He built this house pretty much himself. Yeah. It's just amazing. I it's mean, crazy that. And to me, like the the, the uh, using of uh, technology is so intuitive. You just yeah. pick it up, and these things are so 
you know, cu- uh, you know, user friendly that you can just pick them up and basically within a couple minutes figure out how to use all this stuff. But there's no way for you by yourself to figure out how to build a house like that is either you have to learn it somewhere or just have that talent and you know ingrained in you that you can just be your mechanical and i am not mechanical i mean he's taught me a lot too he's mr do it himself he's built two homes himself and he's missed his own business where he fixed copy machines and fax machines and things so he's just it's he's brilliant when it comes to that so i've learned a lot yeah but also, I mean, I'm just there just, you know, I'm just the brute force of just putting the screws in. The, You're the, the muscle. I'm the muscle. And he's he's measuring and cutting, oh, this one needs a notch out. This one needs a thing. Yeah. And so he's doing good. But it's, you know. I'm happy to help. Yeah, like he makes the and uh, does all the decision making. You're just doing what you're told. And yep. and, and if the roles were reversed, the uh of the, uh, the 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 deck would have a grade. It would you know yeah. balls would roll off of it. My foot you, would be attached to the roof or something. You couldn't stand yeah. on it without yeah. falling over. The grills would just roll off the side. Like be, it would be a mess. It'd be a mess. Yeah, same thing with me. It's just I I, I am uh, fascinated and amazed by those people. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing how people can build a home. Yeah, and I look at that and go, wow. I wish I was that guy, but really not really. Cause I'm gonna go turn my iPhone on and go play on the <laughs> video game, the Xbox. <laughs> it's, I just have zero interest on top yeah. of all of it. It's just yeah. like all that stuff. It just absolutely amazes me. Well, I hope that uh, the rest of the week goes a little smoother. It will. It's gonna go fast, and then I'm sure some kind of other manual labor <laughs> around the house will come up. The good news is you were outside. Are you done now with the deck building for this week? No, I'm gonna go back after we f- record this. Nice podcast. So you took a break just to come here and I do this. I did. I oh. did. Now, are, are you were you feeling uh, disappointed that you come had to come and do this, or were you relieved? It was a nice break. break. It was a nice break. It was air conditioning in, in here, and you know. But I, my aunt's like, "I'll I'll get some pizza. You want to come over for some pizza, Robbie?" And I'm like, "All right, I'll come over for the pizza." Yes, you know. And God bless them. They're nice. Pe- I love my aunt and uncle. They're great yes. people. But it's just, you know. And they come over, like I said, they help me out. But when I, you know, I. When I ask them to come over, it's like, can you just check on the dog? And they're like, can you help me build my deck? <laughs> There's different levels of difficulty. Yeah. It's like when you see uh, two divers in the Olympics, and <laughs> both of them go into the water without any splash, but one gets a higher score. It's because there was a degree of difficulty, yep. which was much greater. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but, you know, it is what it is. They're great people. They're old people, too. So, you know, I'm helping. And I'm it's doing. what you do for family. That's right. It's just how That's it is. Right. It's what you do for family. That's right. And you're a good guy. And you know what? Karma. Karma will repay you one yes. day. Yes. Someday I'll have someone build my deck. You have a deck, don't you? Yeah, I have a deck already. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to rethink that. <laughs> You'll have to tear it down and then ask them to come over yeah, right. and rebuild help you it. rebuild it. Because I'm owed this, damn it. Yes, karma. I'm owed it. Karma. Karma. Karma, karma. Karma, karma, karma chameleon, there you as go. Uh, Boy George once said. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the 222 Podcast. You can drop us an email, 222M&R at gmail.com, 222M&R at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Also on the tweeters, at Mike and Robbie. And uh, you can listen on iTunes. Just search for Mike and Robbie or uh, go to the Podbean page, however you'd like to uh, listen, Mike and Robbie. Dot podbean.com lots and lots of stuff to get into here today and we'll get to our first uh, entry into the uh, drink and snacks realm in just a bit but uh, everyone's talking about the big Republican National Convention that is going on right now in Cleveland mm-hmm. and uh, here's what I'm going to say I am taken aback <laughs> by all these people who say they sit and they watch the Republican National Convention or if you want to sit and watch the Democrat National Convention, that's next week. I don't care which one it is, the Republican or Democratic. You can pick whichever one you want to watch. This is a commentary on both. Yes. People who watch this 
as entertainment baffle me. And yet, those same people will turn around and make fun of you and I, Robbie, for watching wrestling. When I'm going to say it's the same dang thing, so much so that all you'd have to do is change the signs in the crowd. Like last night I saw a bunch of people just losing their minds if you take away their Trump pen signs and give them a Cena suck sign Mm -hmm. or a sign that says yes, 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 or an Ambrose Asylum sign, Mm -hmm. it'll be the same damn thing. I mean, people are dancing in the seats. I'm like, this. there's no difference. I just want Vince McMahon to come out and be like, you're fired. Like when when Trump came out in that uh, silhouette form, like I just wanted wanted him to do the Vince McMahon strut down the the rampway towards the ring. I wanted pyro going off yeah. I, th- I mean i was like I, I mean and here's the thing i mean whatever not donald trump but he likes he's a big wrestling guy yes I mean, he is actually a big wrestler he's been uh, and he's friends with he vince shaved and he, vince mcmahon's head yes he did like i want him to come out to this i know and then like stun sarah palin or something <laughs> <laughs> stun a cardboard cutout of hillary clinton yes and then have someone throw him to uh, steve weiser's yep. and starts you know just drinking two at a time and flips the crowd off and yeah. pours beer all over himself yeah, yeah. trump 316 yep, that, says i just kicked hillary's ass yeah that yeah. would be that would be great it's the same thing people like it is. i mean you know you say what you want but it's the same thing and everyone asks me did you watch any of the speeches i didn't watch like, anything no i've watched zero no. percent i just it's getting crazy. And it's still four months away from the general election, so we have uh, so much more of this before any of it will even be close to wrapping up. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a long four months, but hey, that's going to give more comedians, more ammo. And yeah. It's just going to be, I mean, I just sit back and whatever, people need to get a sense of humor of this, though. Yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, whatever side you agree with, it's all in good fun. It's all in good. Well, it's, uh, it's, uh, well some of it's all in good yeah, fun. Some I of mean, it's all in good fun. It. But there's also the point where uh, we've just lost our minds. And, and, you yeah. know, it's not good versus evil in uh, either direction. No. I really don't believe that. But... I mean, we all need to get along. Yes, we've lost the the. We've lost that love and feeling, right? We have. There's no debate anymore. There's no conversation. It's like you're this, and I hate you, and you're that, and I hate you. It's and so disappointing. It's disappointing. But you know, whatever. But I love you. I love you as there well. There you go. And I love the fact that uh, we have some folks uh, hanging out with us here. Yes, and uh, chilling with us here on the podcast. A uh, bunch of stuff. I want to get into today, uh, including the uh, new Ghostbusters movie, which opened up on Friday. Uh, Didn't do really well uh, at all at the box office. uh, According to a lot of reports, it cost about 115, 120 million. That was the budget, but that does not include the uh, maybe 180 million dollars or so that they spent in marketing. So to break even on this movie, they have to make 300 million dollars. So it came in uh, just south of 50 million. Came in second place uh, to the Secret Life of Pets, who was in its second weekend. Uh, have you? Uh, I'm guessing you didn't go out and see it. I will not see this movie. I won't see it in the theaters either. If it pops up on my uh, cable at some point, yeah. like on the HBOs, I might check it out. Maybe a red box rental. Yeah. I just. Not, again, we've talked about this before in a recent podcast. Yeah. Nothing against the ladies. Nothing against if it were an all-male cast. It's Ghostbusters. Leave it alone. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Leave it well. alone. Leave it alone. And, I mean, they're doing things like, too. I mean, not to change the subject, but The Mummy. They're redoing that and It and things. It's just leave these alone. I think they're just classics. 
Leave them alone. Well, they're also redoing, and I think Sandra Bullock is going to play the lead. Uh, they're redoing the Ocean's Eleven movies with an all-female cast, and I guess uh, Sandra Bullock will play like the Danny Ocean, George Clooney character. See, now I'm irritated at that because I love the Ocean <laughs> movies. So do I. Well, the Ocean's 12, not so much, but Ocean's yeah. 11 and Ocean's 13, 13 yes. are really entertaining movies. If Ocean's 11 is on cable and I'm flipping around, I'm stopping and yeah. I'm going to watch it. Same thing with The Mummy. I, I love that movie with, uh, I forget his name already. Uh, uh, Brendan Fraser. Yes, and Rachel uh, Wise. Wise. Yes, like those movies. And Oh, man, redoing Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Oh, nothing against Sandra Bullock. I, she's a sweetheart. Yes, and those might be good at least because those are not the, uh, like, while I love those movies, I'm not going to be near as uh, worked up over that because those aren't iconic characters. The thing with the Ghostbusters is they're such iconic characters. Yeah. You know, Peter Bankman, yeah. Bill Murray, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Stance. I mean, there's just such good stuff in those uh, in those films that uh, I just, uh, it's the characters I want to see. Like, if I'm going to see a Ghostbusters movie, I want to see Peter Vakeman. I don't want to see Bill Murray making a cameo no. as some other character. Yeah, and they really had to know going into it it was going to be backlash, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, yeah, definitely. Or maybe they thought enough backlash for the people to go see it, but, you know... Wow, two hundred million to make that up. That's three hundred million. Oh, three hundred. That's not three hundred. That's, that's not going to happen. And I guess they set it up at the end of the film that they would have uh, sequels. Uh, they left the story very open and maybe even set up the sequel storyline in uh, or at the end of this uh, first movie. Uh, whether or not they get to a sequel, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, it's a shame because I like Melissa McCarthy too, and, and company, and Kristen Wiig. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, and, and Leslie Jones is yeah, very, very. Funny. They're all funny, and so hey. Live and learn. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see again. I'll check it out. I can't really comment on the movie because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to see it. I'm just, no. I just am not going to put myself through the aggravation of going and paying $15 per ticket yeah. to go see that movie in the theaters. Uh, movie that I am going to see for a second time and uh, had a little bit of an issue uh, while purchasing it. Look, there's just something about me. I guess because I'm, I'm 37, going to be 38 here in about a month. And uh, it, maybe it's just me. But there's just something about having the Blu-ray or DVD. I still like to have it for movies that I'm, I know I'm going to want to watch more than once or twice. I, I just I know it's silly because we have all this uh, technology now where you don't have to keep the bulky discs. They don't have to take up room in your house. Mm-hmm. You can keep everything on a drive somewhere and enjoy it just as easily. But there's just something about, and I know it's lame, going to the store picking this thing up, picking out which one isn't bent or, or mm-hmm. messed up because it yep. came in the case, looking at two or three before you decide which one you want to get, and buying that Blu-ray or DVD on the day it comes out. And I, like a rube, went to Walmart yesterday and picked myself up a copy of the R-rated version of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. I went to Best Buy and bought it. <laughs> I went there yesterday, and I was going to be mature. I wasn't going to run out the first day. I'm going to get it that first day. But then uh, I was running to the grocery store, which is right next to the Walmart, and my wife asked me to pick something up at the grocery st- at Walmart. She was like, can you run in and get this? I was like, well, I'm going in anyways. Yeah, I mean- so I walk in, and I'm looking because back in the day, on, uh, on a day, on a Tuesday, when new movies came out, there was a big display. And you would walk right in, and you'd be smacked right in the face because they were looking for the impulse buys. Yep. You were smacked right in the face with a huge cardboard display, and they'd just be chocked full of these new DVDs and Blu-rays. And I could not locate that in the Walmart. I had to go back into the back of the store where the TVs and all the other discs are before I could find it. And it was barely even marked as a new release. It was just kind of tucked on the end of one of the displays. So I had to actually search 
for the Batman v Superman. Like I, I like the idea of the big display. It, just, yeah. it, it adds to the event of when I'm being nerdy and I'm going out and just being a dork. I want that. If I want to, I want to really, you know, I want to linger in my nerdiness. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Best Buy had the whole display. Now, oh, see, I feel like I got ripped see, off. See, now my issue was they had the twenty four ninety nine regular Ultimate Edition with the Blu ray and the DVD and, and the, the digital. digital. Yes. yes. Then they had the twenty nine ninety nine yes. Steelbook. Okay, I didn't see that. And then they had the thirty nine ninety nine graphic novel Ultimate Edition oh, Steelbook. No. Did they get you? No, I I did the twenty four. I had the thirty nine in my hand, and you felt better. And of it. I'm like, because you're gonna you're gonna leaf through that one. Yeah, I'm like, what is the point of this? So, you find yeah. one of your friends who's who who dished out the forty dollars. Yeah. Leaf through it when you go to their house and never look at it. I don't it need again. to look at a graphic novel. Come on, I mean, I. I wanted to though, but I, I did it. <laughs> I did. You I were did strong. It. I did. I was. So. Here's what I did. I went and did the same thing. They had the twenty four ninety nine, or at Walmart it was twenty four ninety six. Oh, because I saved those three cents. You did, sucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, next to it, they had the thirty dollar three D uh, version, which oh. wasn't like th- no, bo, no, 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 no. Oh. It wasn't three D on the TV. It was just a three D display case. Oh, so if you moved it, it was like one of those cheesy. 80s hologram for things five more dollars. for five more dollars. Mm, interesting. Five more dollars they tried to suck out of you for that. Wow. I said, no, thank you, sir. And I walked up to the cashier with uh, all of the uh, flavored water that my wife wanted from Walmart. We like the flavored mm. uh, bubbly water. Yes. So we go with that every now and again to try to uh, take down and cut back on our soda mm-hmm. intake. And we walk up and uh, I walk up to the cashier and he swipes the uh, the uh, Blu-ray DVD, and then looks at me and goes, can I see your ID? I was ID'd while buying a rated R movie. Good for you. I'm 37 years old, and yesterday I hadn't shaved, so I was a hairy mess. I was tired. I was cranky. I was baffled, agitated, and I'm not going to lie, a little flattered all at the same time. Wow, that was that's impressive. That's a good pull by you. I was, and I f- can't figure out if I just looked young or if it's because, and I didn't realize I was doing this, but I went to buy the Batman v Superman D, uh, Blu-ray DVD while wearing a Batman t-shirt. Well, that, that might have been the... I didn't... Uh... Let's just go back to the release day thing. I don't like what they're doing with this digital crap either. They're releasing it two weeks yeah. early. And, and, Try to tempt me. And you know what they did too? They put it on demand. Oh. It, it's been on demand for like two or three weeks. I don't like that. And every time I would go on demand to watch something, they'd be talking about it, and it's right at the top of the menu, and they're trying to suck you in, Robbie. See, and I like the digital because I travel, so I like to have that you know, on my iPad or my mm. Surface or whatever. But here's the thing. It's not cheaper. No. It's like $25 a digital copy. I don't get the cool box and the foldy thing. You don't the get thing. the disc? So, yeah. what, so what's all the packaging? Like, what, Why yeah. am I paying for all extra? For the, They said the reason the discs and all the stuff was so expensive was because of the packaging. Yeah. So if I you, know that disc costs 39 cents to produce. So if you put it for digital for $10, bucks, I, would probably, I would probably convert. Yes. If I'm saving 15 bucks or something, but yeah, discount. And you don't get the box. Yeah. And you don't get the – there's just something – there's something and nice. The smell. I oh. love that. That you open that up. That new disc smell. And you get to fight with the plastic. Yes. Oh, and you feel it. A... And you feel a sense of of uh, relief and a sense of satisfaction, like you did something mm-hmm. when you open that CD mm-hmm. thing. And you, you know that that little that little piece of ass piece of plastic sticker oh, stuff yeah, they put on the top. And when you rip it off, and you're able to rip it off all in one piece. Oh, you've conquered the mountain. That's like the jackpot. Yeah. Like it when is. you rip it off all in one piece. That is, I mean, that is better than the best filet mignon you could ever get. That, there's such satisfaction when you rip that off in one piece. Yeah, I'm with you. I like, I like having the 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 physical copy. Now, again, once in a while, iTunes will throw the five dollar buy. 
you know, for a movie that I would like to own. I'm like, I okay. have never purchased a digital movie. I started, but I will not like things like this, like when Civil War comes out, uh-huh. and no, yeah. we're not. I have completely converted with music, but movies, I can't do it. There's just something I like the idea of when I want to watch a movie, going to my cabinet and pulling that drawer open and just being just, just having all of my option displayed in front of me in 3D real life. Yeah. There's just something about that that I find. Excuse me. I find very pleasing. No, I'm running out of room though. I, I don't know what I, I don't know where, where I'm going to go with all these things. Again, I but... don't buy nearly as many as I, I used to. I used to buy movies all the time. Yeah. Now it's just these these event pictures, these event nerd stories. I, I think like the to problem to. too is everything's on TV right away. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's like okay, and then we're going to be on FX, and we're going to be on cable, and we're going to be on here, and it's just you know. But this, yeah, like I want the nerdy movies. Yes, I have to have the them. big time. Yeah, well, I mean, whether it's uh, whether it makes any sense or not, I had to go get it. But uh, I was uh, pretty excited. I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch it? Not yet. I have a friend at work who actually uh, bought it yesterday. And then watched it last night. Yeah, I may have done that, but I had to work last night, so I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But it could be uh, tonight. Even I, I mm. throw it in because uh, Julie hasn't seen it yet, so we'll have to wait and see uh, when I'm going to throw that. Yeah, one I'm, in there. I'm excited to see the R-rated and I the am. extra thirty minutes. The extra thirty minutes. Now I've heard a lot of stuff, uh, read a lot of uh, reviews and the like that said that these extra thirty minutes, which this makes absolutely zero sense, kind of makes the film feel shorter. Yeah, I heard that, and it, yeah, I don't understand how that's possible. You're, it's a three-hour movie, I think, almost already, and you're at another 30 minutes, and yeah. it's just like, oh, that's a long time. That's a lot that's of a commitment. Now, again, I love the whole Batman scene. I'm a big Batman guy. I love Ben Affleck. I'm lukewarm on the whole Henry Cavill, Superman thing, Yeah, but uh, I love Ben Affleck, love Batman, so I'm all in on that. Uh, I Just three hours. We'll see We'll see if I can get through it in one So setting. if it's R-rated, too, do they expand upon that bathtub scene? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm hoping. You hope for Amy Adams' sake or yeah. the Henry Cavill's sake? Well, either way, whatever. <laughs> whatever my mood. Well, it, depends, it depends how much more woodworking Robbie has to that's do this right. afternoon. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, speaking of movies, I'll tell you which one I'm really excited about. It's the new uh, Jason Bourne movie that's coming out with Matt Damon returning to the franchise. Really fired up about that. Uh, I loved uh, his first couple of Bourne movies, and then he left for one, and they gave it to Jeremy Renner. Uh, and now he's coming back to reprise his role of Jason Bourne. Uh, what I find interesting, uh, and you don't really think about this from the first movies because they're so well done. But Jason Bourne, not much of a talker. Mm-hmm. He's kind of uh, uh, understated, to say the least. He, he's a man of action. He lets his fists, his feet, his head, his guns, he lets all of that do the talking. In the upcoming Jason Bourne movie, there is an article, and I've read two different articles now, so this must be coming from somewhere, and maybe someone who, at the very least, I don't know if they've seen the movie, but maybe they've glanced and leafed through the script. How many lines... Do you think Matt Damon has in the upcoming Jason Bourne movie? This is a good question for me because I've never seen these. You've never seen. I've never loved them, and uh, everyone's trying to get me to watch them because they're great. Because they're like I like action and blowing up. And Are you so... a James Bond fan? Yes, I am. Well, let me tell you, I am not. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I think these blow the James Bond movies out of the water. I didn't. I didn't like any like the ones with the current James Bond, who's not James Bond. Daniel anymore. Craig. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of him. Um, and I didn't see the last one, but anyway, I like action and blowing up. So, well, I, then you would do like car chases. Yeah, so that's what I heard. These were great movies. So I'm gonna try to jam the four or the three in this weekend. You're not leaving this house without taking a okay. couple of them with you. I have them upstairs in, or they might even be down here in the, and, uh, in the well, collection. If it's Matt Damon, so this is a good question for me because I really have no idea. So I'm gonna say. I don't know. It's like a two-hour movie, two and a half. These are pretty so maybe uh, like two hundred lines. Two hundred lines would be a great guess. Unfortunately, that is super incorrect. Wow. In the new movie, 
Matt Damon, according to numerous articles that I have read now, has 25 lines. 25 lines? 25 lines. Can you imagine uh, the amount of money that he is getting just dumped in his front yard to do these movies, and he is getting 25 lines? Now, back in 2004, okay, uh, for the Born Supremacy... They have uh, Matt Damon down as making $26 million. A million a line. So if he's getting the same amount of money for this new movie, he is getting paid $1 million a line. Wow. $1 million. I mean, this is, I, I would imagine when he signed the contract. Yahoo! I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean... Now he has to get into some serious shape. He's cut. He's ripped in this. He does a lot of his own stunts. He's he's out there getting the physical stuff done. But one million. I'm in, I'm on. just shocked. I mean, I feel inadequate. We are in the wrong business. Yes, we are in the wrong business. But uh, I would I'm, take twenty five dollars. I would yeah. to say twenty five lines. Are you kidding me? I've I've done it for free. Yeah. numerous times yeah. in many productions. I mean, and had many more lines than twenty five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So not uh, much time studying the script for Matt Damon prior to the uh, new Jason Bourne movie, which, by the way, still I'm still excited and pumped yeah. up to see. Can you imagine if he said, line? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I would do that just to mess with people on my first day. Like, yeah. the very first line. I would just stop it. Hold on. Line? You're going to have to help. I know it, it's high. High. <laughs> Can you imagine he has, he's holding a gun to someone and he's all dramatic yeah. and he, you think he's doing a long pause yeah. and he's like, line? Line? would <laughs> be great. I would do that on a regular basis just to drive people That's absolutely funny. crazy. All right. Hey, that might be our first, uh, maybe as a, as a show, since we're now a show, that might be our first movie date. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get you to jam yes. in all of the Jason yes. Bourne movies mm-hmm. with only the Matt Damon ones. Don't waste your time with the Jeremy Renner okay. ones. And then you and I will go see uh, the Jason Bourne Sounds good. when it comes out. I think it comes out real soon, so you're going to have to do yeah. some study. That's all right. I'm, I'm game. I don't yeah. sleep, so. <laughs> you might as well go, Might man. as well do it. Hey, why don't we uh, jump into uh, some snacks and some drinks why don't you grab your drink and actually grab my drink while you're over there in your snack and we'll uh, we'll do yours first and then we will jump into mine and again if uh, you want to uh, see what we're drinking what we're eating you want to hop on over to our facebook page facebook.com slash mike and robbie and go ahead and uh, check out what we are uh, drinking and eating here on the 222 podcast tell us about your drink robbie so this is interesting um i'm not even gonna it's Acai brew, acai beer, the beer for all seasons, super dry. And there's a there's. Now I, I've uh, I've heard of wine being called yes. super dry. I have never heard of a beer being referred to as super dry. Yeah, me and it's interesting. It has, and this is embarrassing. I don't know if this is Japanese, Chinese. That's fine. I don't know what kind of. It's right. of Asian descent. Yes, it's and it has some. It's, and it looked interesting. And my snack also kind of uh, coincides with the Asian theme. See, I like how you you put so much more thought into this than I do. (laughs) Let me tell you what I've done, because I am such a lazy man. About a month ago, no, maybe two weeks ago, uh, we went to a six-pack store. Actually, I didn't even do it. My wife went to a six-pack store and picked up six single beers, different beers, and we're just cycling through them. And then I went to the grocery store and picked out a whole slew of snacks. <laughs> so, like, you're putting thoughts and preparation. I'm just opening the fridge and picking out what I reach in. That's all right. I mean, it's, 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 it's I feel like the theme is kind of neat, you know? It's, I think you're, well, I like how you do yeah, that. It's kind of neat. And I must say, like, um, Leah found this snack actually today. 
Um, so, and she knew I had this beer. So it was kind of a nice, you know, she helps out. She's like our producer. Yeah. Same here with my wife. There you go. Well, let me open so, this here. Let me take a look at it. So we got, uh, Asahi? Asahi? I don't know. Asahi? Asahi? Asahi beer is brewed from quality ingredients, excellent richness, refreshing, and satin smoothness. All year round, you can enjoy the great taste of Asahi beer. All right, let's, uh, here we go. I'm also excited for the new uh, bottle opener. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Hold on. I want to move the mic over and then we'll get the actual sound of the. Oh, don't do that, dummy. Here we go. Oh, that was nice. She works. That was nice. Oh, she works. All right. Let me pour you a little bit here. And I'm excited because this is not a domestic beer, so I'm going to get a... It's an import. It's credit on my untapped. Now, do you believe that that this is just a regular beer, or does it have any, like, Asian flavorings in it? It doesn't really say any. It just says quality ingredients. Super dry. Yeah. And it's got what appears to be some wheat grains uh as decoration on the top here so jump on in there let me know what you think uh it is i'm trying to look for the alcohol content in this i don't see it on here anywhere um it is very dry it is very dry it's always a kind of amazes me when they can make a liquid taste dry i don't know why i find that intriguing it tastes the wheat it's actually good i like this here's the thing we have had so many unique i mean i use that word a lot but interesting different flavored beers here on Mm -hmm. the podcast uh that it's kind of nice to just try a regular beer even if it is from another country yeah which kind of uh, makes it interesting uh it's nice to just have a beer that at the end of the day tastes like beer (laughs) and this i mean nothing funky no it tastes it's and I mean, look at that. I'm pouring myself yeah. more. I mean, I get the dryness, yes. but it's it's not it's not like a dry wine. No. I mean, it's but it's good. It's refreshing. I like this. I a like lot. it. I would give this if uh, when I put this on untapped, and I haven't been doing that with the bot- podcast beers. I've just been lazy with it. I'm going to start doing that today. Uh, I would give this. I would say a good three and a half. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm at three and a half. Maybe maybe even a four. Yeah, I'm going to go three and a half. I believe on this one with untapped. Very good. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your accompanying snack? So. Honey roasted sesame chips. So you got. I'm very interested. Like I saw these and I had an idea of what they were, and uh, I, I'm very interested. I like these things, especially when they're. I've never had them by themselves before, uh, and this flavor. But I've had stuff that's a lot like them, like in a snack mix. Yeah, and I've never had a sweet variety. I've had they're like the snack mix is like the wasabi, you mm-hmm. know, the, the spicy. So I thought, eh, dry beer, sweet snack. Kind of so, should go together. Yeah, so we'll give this a little, give this a whirl. All right, we'll give this a whirl. Again, I like when you go with the, uh, and they're crunchy, which you, you had me a crunchy. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on this. These are really good. Not too sweet. No. Really good. Just a little sweetness. And if you guys had sesame snacks before, they're very good. These are very, very good. Mm-hmm. And they're not, again, not too sweet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and- they go overboard. They're almost like, um, they're your sesame snacks, and they got a little glazing on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and- absolutely delectable. And with the beer... This is a win-win. This is a good choice. You're, you are going to win today because I don't have high hopes for my beer. No? Let me tell you what I brought beer-wise. Now, I brought something from a uh, beer company, a brewery, very strong brewery, New Belgium Brewing Company. Okay. New uh, Belgium is a very, very good brewer. They make a lot of uh, outstanding beers, um, and they make the Fat Tiger beer, okay. which is a very good beer. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a little... Offshoot of their Fat Tire beer. This is called Fat Tire and Friends, and it's Fat Sour Apple. Ooh. Now, how do you feel? Have you jumped in? Because this is one of the new crazes. Have mm-hmm. you jumped in with the sour beer sensation? I've tried. 
but I'm not a big sour beer guy. I, I've tried it a different. I had that one up in uh, um, Sleepy Hollow. It was a peach sour. Thought I'd try it. You know, it's just. I'm not even like a sour candy kind of guy, you yeah. know, like the the, the sour, patch sour kids patch kids and all that stuff. So I mean, I want to because that's the new thing. Like yeah. sour beers they're everywhere. So I mean, I hey. feel like sour beers right now are where IPAs were like five six years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Now I don't know if they'll get as big as IPAs, but they're definitely like the uh, beer heads, all the beer nerds, they're always chitter chattering and whispering about sour beers. Uh, I have never tried a sour beer because, quite frankly, they scare me. Yeah, I, I I like you. I'm not a big sour guy. I will eat an occasional sour patch kid, but it's normally like one or two, and then yeah. I'm out. So I, I I'm not I I'm like if if you asked me if I was gonna like this prior to drinking it, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna See, like. See now, it. Leah. I mean, she eats that sour crap and then like licks the bag with all that sour crap in the oh, and it's just it's just bad. I just I can't do it. So she might actually like this. I'll have to try this. And I like to read the uh, descriptions yeah. for you. Our Portland heroes at Hub. Pedaled fat tires straight to the apple orchard. This slightly sour homage uh, starts out with a snap of tartness, courtesy of um, Lactobalicus. No idea what that was. And apple juice then gets balanced with fat tire inspired malty sweetness and a slight herbal bitterness. Nice ride, Hub. So it uh, has 5.9%. And uh, this is, again, Hopworks Urban Brewery Fat Tire and Friends Fat Sour Apple from New Belgium Brewery. This is in corporation with that Hopworks Urban Brewery. Hmm. Uh, so let's uh, give this a try. I'll pour you a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, we'll uh, give it a go and see what we think. And we will go from there. Now, I don't spell, smell the sourness, per se. No. To me, I just smell almost like a hoppy beer. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's Robbie's going to go in first. I'll uh, kind of give you a play-by-play. -play. By the way, Robbie today wearing a Macho Man Randy Savage shirt. Oh, and he just, he, oh. <laughs> the face uh, says a thousand words right there. Oh, his, he's turning red. He's rubbing his forehead. I'm going to go with he doesn't like it, folks. Ooh, I, oh, I don't like it. It tastes. Oh. <laughs> it, Let me tell you, it hits you, it hits you right away. Yeah. It Ooh, it is no good. And here's the thing: I had the peach sour. It oh. tastes just as bad. I mean, I don't care what fruit or whatever you're. It tastes like ass. It's just, <laughs> it's no mean, good. It's, it's just, just no good. It's just it's no good. good. It's no good. I don't... I'm gonna try it again just to put it. Get in there. Oh, any good? No, he does the same thing. Let me go in. Oh. And it's worse the second time. I mean, it's see oh. to me. This is like, like I love beer. Absolutely adore beer. Yeah. Tomorrow on, uh, we're having a, a day off. We're going to a brewery. Friday, because uh, we're out with, with, without kids again. We're going to a different brewery. So we love to visit breweries. We love to try new beers. We love it. There are certain things to me that don't fit with beers. I also love spicy food, mm -hmm. but these people who make these jalapeno beers and these spicy beers to me those two worlds should not come together they should stay far apart and the same thing with the sour beer like i get the bitterness in beer that's hops that you need yeah. that to preserve the beer mm -hmm. that's why we put hops in beer it isn't necessarily for the taste yeah it's the preservation um the sour nonsense i don't get uh but it's it's the newest thing and they keep finding uh, new things to try and some people like it i i just i again this is going to keep me this beer here 
And it's not because this is terrible. It's just it's got that sour taste that I don't like. This is going to keep me from trying other sour beers. Yeah, I mean, I need to stop because this is my fourth one that I think I've tried. And so every you're, t- you're much deeper into this than I am. I'm only at, this is my first. Because everyone's like, oh, sour, 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 yeah. sour, 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 sour. And then I've tried this. and, it, and oh, I'm man. with you. Uh, it's unfortunate. It is. And I, I wanted to like it. Yeah, I, me too. Because I want to be into the things that other people are into. I know it's silly, but it's peer pressure. It is. I want to be liked. I know. I want to be with I the cool f- kids. I want to fit in. I want to fit in. Uh, and I just can't. Uh, my snack for today, um, uh, I got some Pringles. Now, Pringles, when I was a kid, you had like one flavor mm-hmm. of Pringles. That's all you had. You had the regular Pringles. Now they have all kinds of flavors, and they're also like uh, sectioned off into different sections of flavors. And this is their food truck flavor series. Oh. This is cheeseburger Pringles. There you go. Now, I love me a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I love me a plain Pringle. Mm-hmm. If you would allow me, especially in my uh, in my days of uh, huskiness, yes. I could eat an entire tube of Pringles and not bat an eye. Wow. Because one, these they are so light and fluffy. And you're still with us. And you're still, I know, somehow I've survived <laughs> all this time. Now, the real test will be, because with a lot of these flavored chips, they just end up tasting like barbecue. Yeah. So well, the real test will be if this actually tastes It actually, like I smell the mustard. I smell the mustard. You smell that? And the I smell, yeah. I smell, I smell a lot of seeds. I'm trying to see if there's any kind of description. I love the descriptions. No descriptions. Do you taste the cheeseburger, Robbie Lessig? It doesn't taste like barbecue. Let me jump in here. It's good. I taste almost a little pickle. You taste the pickle? Like the dill? I do taste the pickle. Right? Yep. Yeah. You know this. You know what this tastes like? Hmm. This tastes exactly like a McDonald's cheeseburger. I was going to say, like, I, I taste the mustard and the ketchup a little bit and the dill, the pickle. That's it. This is good. Just taste identical to a McDonald's cheeseburger. This is scary. I mean, this, like, you're right. I mean, anytime you see barbecue, it, I mean, like a, a bit burger chip, it tastes like barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. This is good. Put it in, like, two or three at a time. Get some substance. All right. Two or three or six, whatever. Whatever you got. Throw them in. There it is. McDonald's cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's really there. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Check these out, folks. Uh, Pringles cheeseburger. Uh, here's a little, uh, a little, uh, a little newsflash. They're artificially flavored. Oh, yeah. They're 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 not real cheeseburgers. I almost grabbed the sour beer. I was thank God I didn't. They are really good. They oh. are really good. They're tasty. Good snacks. You good go snacks. With snacks. You did go snack. with the beer. Sucked. Well, but you're trying new things. You're, we're trying to fit in here at 222, folks. I mean, but, don't don't hate us. But next week, no beers. Mm-hmm. We're going non-alcoholic. Yes. Non-alcoholic next week here on the 222 podcast. So we got the, uh, just to recap real quick, we had the Asahi Dry, Super Dry um, uh, beer here. Uh, very good. I would give that a three and a half mm-hmm. out of five on the untapped. Your snack was the... Honey roasted sesame chips, also very good. I'm guessing you can find those in like the bulk section or the um, any market, yeah. you know, like farmers market. Yep, they'll have those. Uh, my beer was uh, just sour and terrible. If you like sour beers, you probably like it. Uh, New Belgium Brewing Company in collaboration with Hopworks Urban Brewery, Fat Tire and Friends Fat Sour Apple, and uh, the snack. Uh, that I just uh, really, really like uh, Pringles cheeseburger from their food food truck flavor series. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. And again, I would give, if I was rating the uh, Fat Tire on Friends, 
uh, on uh, Untapped, it's going to get like a point five. Yeah, it's going to get maybe a half. Yeah, it's not it's very bad. Good. By the way, if I'm rating your snack food, mm-hmm. uh, both of them would get. Uh, yours would get like a four, mm-hmm. and mine might get like a four point two five. Yeah, I agree. I, I I'd give the Pringles a four and a half. Mine a four. Both they, really both good. Crazy. Just the Pringles kind yeah. of unfortunately kind of. Uh, uh, takes the cake by just a little bit. One of these is the sour beer, and one is, and I don't know which it is. I know I was scared because I grabbed the sour. Hope you didn't chug the sour. It's not the sour. Oh, thank God! It's the good one. It's Thanks. the uh, thank God, folks. It's the Asahi dry <laughs> beer. All right, hey, we got about ten minutes left in today's show, and I have a very serious question to okay. ask you. Uh, we talked about we talked about sorry about that, folks. We talked about uh, Taylor Swift last week, and she is the number one top earning celebrity. In the world over the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Now, over the last, I'm going to say, month, the public perception of Taylor Swift has kind of taken a turn. Now, yep. she was America's sweetheart prior to that, especially here in Berks County. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved her. For those of you who don't know, she's from right down the street from yeah. where we sit right now Scary in close. my basement. Uh, she went to Wyoming Missing Elementary School. Uh, so she was from around here and uh, performed at the Reading Fight and Phil's. Uh, actually uh, performed in the Midday Cafe for the radio station that I work for when she was a real little kid. So Taylor Swift literally, and I don't think I'm overstepping, literally is uh, an icon and in one day will be a historic uh, figure here in this area. Yeah. I mean, she will be, they'll talk about her yeah. the way they had talked about uh, Elvis in Memphis, and probably. We don't have too much going on in Berks County, <laughs> so, so I mean, it doesn't take much. I don't know what's going to trump this. It's Taylor and then us, folks. That's really what, <laughs> that, that, that's what you got. Taylor Swift and then Mike and Robbie. So there you go. That's, that, that's just spelling it out for you. So just to recap, for a long time she was dating the uh, DJ guy, Calvin Harris, right? She was with Calvin Harris for quite some time. They were very lovey-dovey. There was all kinds of pictures on Facebook. You know, it was nothing but uh, puppy dogs and uh, all kinds of, um, uh, you know, great things for her and Calvin Harris. There's Calvin. All right. Oh, okay. I didn't know who that was, but there you go. I don't know what you kids kids listen to. So there's Calvin. All right. Then all of a sudden, she breaks up with Calvin Harris. Everything seems just uh, A-OK. She breaks up with Calvin Harris. And within, it seems like an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. she's with Tom Hiddleston. Mm -hmm. Loki from the Avengers movie, from the um, the Thor movies. And they are right away hot and heavy. On the beach, frolicking. And there's a lot of rumors that it's all a publicity stunt. And they're not actually a couple. But they are shooting a video, and there's all this, and they they are just adamant that, no, they're a real couple, and that seems to be the case. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in Australia. She's with him while he's shooting the Thor movie, and uh, it just seems like they're really together. Yep. Now, she's in a little bit of a Twitter war Yeah. with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. and she's threatening to sue them over lyrics in one of Kanye's songs, and there is a voice recording of Taylor talking with Kanye, okaying all these lyrics. I think that her public perception is at an all-time low, and I think we may have finally cracked the fact that Taylor Swift, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. She would have been open about this. Yeah. From the very beginning, we'd all be a-okay with this because that's the way celebrities are. Celebrities, by the way, they should be and are very concerned with their public image. And they have to be because they're drug over the coals in social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, you name it. Mm -hmm. It's a nasty business. Yes. 
So if she would have been open about this from the very beginning, I don't think there'd be any issues. But she has such a well-crafted and slyly put-together public image that I believe that she's kind of stretched herself so thin and let so many people who, by the way, would love to tear her down into her world that now we are starting to see that the sweet, innocent Taylor Swift... Who is just looking for love, Robbie? Just looking for love is not really the girl who's out there manipulating all of us. Well, she first, if she's looking for love, she's not looking. She's looking for dub in all the wrong places. Yeah, she's not looking here because she'd find it here. (laughs) I'm just saying, she'd find it right here. Second of all, um, Kanye and uh, and Kim. um, They are they are they are probably some of the worst people in the universe. Yes, and and now we're gonna fight because you're you're hurting my girl. And I don't, I'm I don't, just laying out the facts as I they, know, and, as they and I don't like it, but she is not as innocent as uh, everyone would think. Taylor, Taylor, she's not. No, I mean she. You know, back when she was the country little girl on the, the singing Tim McGraw on the on the, uh, the the truck. You know what I mean? I think yeah. you know. Oh yeah, girl, she's so cute, and now she's a little well manipulative. I think. I, I think she is the ultimate. Puppet master? Celebrity player. I mean, she has her crew, and she has all these, uh, by the way, big-name celebrities in their own right. Carly uh, Cross or whatever her name is. Cost, whatever her name is. The, the big-time model, one of the biggest oh, okay. models in the world, is her best friend. Selena Gomez is out there sticking up for her. You have all these people in the crew, or whatever they call themselves, in her gang. I don't know what they, uh, what they refer to themselves as. And they're all out there sticking up for her. Uh, a tennis player, okay? <laughs> who uh, is a huge fan of Taylor Swift, was asked about the whole, and why they're asking this chick, I have zero idea, but uh, she asked it was asked about the whole Taylor Swift, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West public war of words. And she was asked this after she was knocked out of the city open in Washington just yesterday. Now, she came right out, instead of saying what I probably would have said in this instance, well, you know what, we're here to talk about tennis, Really not what I'm into, but uh, as she is a huge Taylor fan and even got her picture with taken uh, Taylor one time while at the concert and posted on her um, Twitter that this was the best night of my life. She said, this is probably the hardest question all day. I love Taylor Swift and I went to her concert and I love her songs and everything, but I feel like sometimes she portrays herself as the victim a lot and she did this time around. And that she said she wasn't aware of the specific line, the B-I-T-C-H line, but she heard the other line about having sex. So I'm like, really, what's the huge difference? You approved the thing where Kanye said he'd have sex with you, but you didn't hear the time he said, bitch, come on. It's all the same thing for me. I think she just way overreacted. I think she just tried to get attention by saying she didn't approve that, but it's the celeb world and it's just entertaining. Entertains me on my way to... Uh, entertains me when I'm on my own in D.C. I'll tell you something right now. I wouldn't be surprised if these three idiots... They might be in cahoots. That's what I'm just going to say. They're sitting there laughing at the public and be like, look, we got them. <laughs> We're going to make more money. Now, let me ask you this. All right. If it comes out, and it very well quite, because nothing stays quiet in this day and age. If it comes out that Taylor Swift is in cahoots with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West... And this is all just a publicity stunt. And one day in the near future, paparazzi is going to catch a picture of Tom Hiddleston, Hilston, uh, Taylor, and Kim and Kanye coming out of a restaurant after a double date, laughing and chuckling and elbowing each other in the ribs. 
Are you going to be devastated? Well, I'm already devastated that she's with Loki. So I'm pretty going to be even more devastated that she's with Kim and Kanye because they are the lowest of the low. So I'm going to be I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be a little upset. But I mean, if she needs any consoling, she, she knows where. To, you know, this yeah. doesn't this really doesn't affect you at all. Hit me up on the uh, Twitter, baby. It doesn't matter that she may be, and I'm just saying this this could be this is a possibility. She could be just as bad. No, I'm into crazy chicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, she, I'm all right with it. She might be the craziest of them all. I think she is, and I'm okay with it. There is a very good possibility that she may be the. And I, by the way, I dated a crazy chick. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. But then it gets real. Yeah. And then and you she, get scared. She gets scared. <laughs> and then she writes songs about you, and you're the a-hole. Yeah. Keep, by the way, every, and this may change now. Mm-hmm. Everyone Taylor has broken up with is the jerk store. Yeah. This may all change. I'm willing to be the jerk store, okay? <laughs> I love you. I'm willing and able to be the jerk store. I love you. You come and you write a song about me, baby. It's going to be a number one hit. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think if you start dating Taylor Swift mm-hmm. that you can get her... On Monday and now Tuesday nights to watch wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to wear the belts. <laughs> and it's going to be all over Twitter. You know, she's all like there with Loki on the beach. Yeah. We're going to be sitting on the couch sharing a belt. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, if Taylor Swift wears a belt, you're going to have to help her stand up because I'm pretty sure those things are bigger than she is. Yeah, that's okay. You I'll help her? I'll help her. Uh, speaking of uh, the WWE, it always seems to creep its way into our podcasts. Uh, did you uh, watch the big draft last night? I watched the double screen experience. <laughs> did I watch the draft? Of course I watched the draft. That's like asking a nun if she prays. By the way, how genius are we? Oh, there you Do you remember last week's show? <laughs> yep. When I asked you if you had the first pick, who would you take? Yep. And who did you say? I said John Cena. and Or I said John Cena or Dean Ambrose. I th- No, no, no. Didn't you? You said Seth Rollins. Oh, and you said Dean Ambrose. And I said I have right. a second pick. I would take Dean Ambrose. Yep, and look at that. And who were the top picks in last Seth night's Rollins draft? Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. That's right. We are geniuses. Uh, now, let me ask you another question here. Yes. And you are our, uh, you are our wrestling expert. Yes. I just dabble in the wrestling. Mm-hmm. You are the expert here on 222 with Mike and Robbie. I am the expert on babbling like an idiot. And you are the expert on wrestling. So that's uh, definitely... We're good in both our fields. <laughs> 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 so... Is it too much to have two live shows back-to-back? Five hours of live WWE every week on two straight nights. Will you watch all five hours? I will watch all five hours. It is too much. It's it is, way too it much. It is a lot. I mean, I think they should trim Raw down an hour, but they're making millions of dollars on that third hour. So they're not going to do that, but it's a lot. That's why you got to DVR it and push through. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I love it. I think it's going to be great. Uh, a little disappointed in the draft. To be I was too, you. because for one big reason, they broke up the Wyatt family, not they did. to get too nerdy, they but did. they broke up the Wyatt they family. Did. And there were some people that I thought were going to come up from NXT that didn't. And some that did, I was kind of taken back by, but Hey, you know, Vince McMahon is smarter than us. And not only do you watch raw and SmackDown, but you also watch NXT on Wednesday nights. Yes, I do. And the cruiserweight classic. Also, before NXT on on Wednesday night. So. so, is there one? If you could only watch one, do you watch the um, Stephanie McMahon? And by the way, they named their uh, GMs the night before. Mick Foley mm-hmm. is the GM. That's a nice surprise. <laughs> I love watching the twinkle in your eye when we talk about this. I, uh, I uh, Mick Foley is the GM of Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. and uh, I was excited because I'm all in. By the way, all in, and have been from the very beginning. 
on Robbie, the Yes Movement. Yes. So I was very excited on a Monday night. And again, I don't get to watch this stuff live. I always watch it on DVR. I was very excited when after Stephanie McMahon introduced Mick Foley as her GM, when all of a sudden this music hits. Oh, it was so great. Yes! 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 <laughs> and the crowd knew it too. Do you know that the crowd? Yes. They, I mean, it was. I mean, this. You know, it was all over the internet, which I read all that crap too. So, um, it it was fun. I was a little disappointed, like I said, in the draft, but I think if they're going to turn around, I don't know how they're going to cover three hours and two hours because that roster is thin. Well, especially the three hours. I think two hours will be fine. But yeah. uh, is there if you have to watch one over the other? What would be your favorite uh, roster? Here's who we had Raw. and Raw, we got Seth Rollins, Charlotte. We have Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, Brock Lesnar, uh, the WWE Tag Team Champions, the New Day. New Day rocks. New Day rocks. You got Sami Zayn, your girl Sasha Banks, Chris Jericho, uh, Rusev, uh, Kevin Owens, and Enzo and Big Cash on Raw. And on SmackDown, you have the world champion right now, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, John Cena, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Becky Lynch. You also have uh, The Miz with Maurice and uh, Baron Corbin all on SmackDown. Just that's the uh, first couple. Who do you take roster-wise if you can only watch one? On paper, I think Raw looks better because it has to. It's the flagship. Yeah. But I think they're going to do better things with SmackDown. I do too. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really going to watch SmackDown in hopes and – I think it's going to beat them in ratings because that's kind of like the anti-movement, you know, how the kind of how the world it's is going. It's also the new hot chick. Yeah. Yeah. Bray Wyatt actually be a, uh, and this is really nerdy now, be an actual heavyweight title contender. Yeah, and so. he will be now that he's ditching his wife's yeah. family. So. And he's the uh, new uh, big bad guy on that. He's the big heel. Uh, he's the big uh, heel. He's big on, heel. Yep. on uh, SmackDown stuff. now. So there you go. That is your uh, WWE wrestling update. Real quick before we get out here, there's so many things we didn't get to today because we just went off on tangents. But uh, we are both uh, enjoyed the heck out of watching Brock Lesnar just beat the crap out of people in UFC. And now it turns out that he has failed not one, but two drug tests. Yes. Very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Because, and not so much that he failed the drug test, because honestly, spoiler alert, I don't care. I don't care who takes steroids, why they take steroids, or when they take steroids, because it's not me. I want to be entertained when I watch all aspects of sports, whether it's wrestling, UFC, or Major League Baseball. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But it is disappointing that he stood up there. I don't like when they lie. And he was up there like, and he was very adamant. He did the Raphael Palmero thing, which, you know, pointed yeah. and like, I was a, I'm a white boy, a jacked white boy, or whatever he said. Here's just my thing. Just let them all take steroids and put them all in the same league and then just, who cares? But I, I want to be entertained too. You're it right. is disappointing because guess what? He will never fight in UFC again. Nope, he's done. He's done. And yep. that's very disappointing and uh, it's just, uh, it stinks. It stinks a lot. Hopefully, he can get clean and it doesn't give a black eye to the WWE, which True. we enjoy so much. Yes. All right. That's going to do it for this uh, sixth edition of the Mike and Robbie Show 222. Two guys, two drinks, and two snacks. And Robbie, gosh darn it, once again, we didn't get to that extra high urinal. One of these episodes, we're going to talk about that urinal. It, we're going to talk about that urinal, whether we have to force it in or not. We'll get to that urinal. We'll have a show inside that bathroom. Ooh. Near the urinal. Ooh. Yeah. Now you're talking. On Facebook Live. I... <laughs> Except this time, we'll do it on the right Facebook page. Yeah, that would work. You know, you know, just it's just an it's just something I thought maybe we could try. We'll try it. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Rob, you have anything you want to say to the uh, boys and girls before we get out of here? Have a good weekend, everyone. Yes. Oh, you got any plans this weekend? Uh, 
No. No, I have a, we have a lot of plans, actually. Tomorrow, after work, we are jetting down to Philadelphia. We're going to a place I have just longed to go to for a very long time as a beer fan. Um, one of my go-to beers to just enjoy is Phil is a Yards Philadelphia oh, yeah, Pale yeah. Ale. Mm-hmm. We're going to Yards tomorrow, neat, neat. so we're going to go to Yards. I don't know how that is? Then we're going. I'll talk about it next week. Then we're going to the Philadelphia Phillies game, my first Phillies game of 2016. Look at you! And then coming home, and Friday we are going up to uh, Lehigh County to uh, Easton, mm. and I'm going to Weyerbacher Brewery Company. Oh, look at you! So it should be a lot of fun. I'm going to float in the pool. <laughs> That's it. Sexy. That's what I'm going to do. If you want to come over and watch that, yeah. just contact us. Yeah, come on over. 222MNR at gmail.com. Me and you in the pool, baby. Oh, it's going to get sexy. <laughs> He's Robbie. I'm Mike. Have a great week, everybody. Hey, it's going to get hot as, you know, I'll get out out there. Try to stay cool. Yeah, stay hydrated, as they say. Yeah, with a nice, um, not a sour beer. <laughs> no. So much stuff we didn't get to. We'll get to it next week. Everyone have a fantastic weekend. He's Robbie. I'm Mike. We'll talk to you next time here on 222 with Mike and Robbie. Yep.